Hello, beautiful writers. Thank you for joining me today. We're going to discuss symbolic housewares. If you're new to my channel, thank you so much for joining. I would love if you would hit the subscribe and notify button. And if you've watched me before, welcome back. A person's home is their castle. You've heard that before. I know you have. It's also chock full of symbolic house goods. You know, all that stuff that accumulates dust. Today I'm going to discuss some of the household item symbolic heavyweights. Not in terms of how it, much it actually weighs, but in terms of its symbolic oomph power. Books. Books are symbolic of wisdom and learning. Here's a few things to consider. Is the book old or new? Fiction or nonfiction? Are the pages dog-eared or torn? Think Dead Poets Society. The print large or small? Does the book need a translation? Does the book contain esoteric information, forbidden or dangerous knowledge? Remember the movie, The Mummy? The Egyptologist yells out, you must not open the book. Yeah, books are symbolic. If you're going to write about a book on the table, it could be a chance to foreshadow, provide characterization or conflict, reveal theme, or suggest a character's emotion. It could be ironic or a, a clue to any of these things. The next one is bowls. There's a difference between this bowl and this bowl. Bowls are equated with the feminine. Think it's a womb thing. It's also prosperity. Get it? Is the bowl full or empty? Here's a few things to consider about bowls. What are the contents inside the bowl? What is the bowl made of? Is it ornate? Costly? Inexpensive? Plain? Wood? There's a million different things bowls can be made from. For example, she poured cereal in her bowl. That's fine to write that. But consider this. She poured cereal in her chipped bowl. That might tell the reader that the character may be poor or cheap, not concerned with material things, not observant. They're all character clues. Boxes. Ooh, that's where that went. Boxes are symbolic of the unconscious mind. Think Pandora's. It's a containment of emotions, limitations, close-mindedness. Some things to consider. Is the box open or closed? Is it old or new? How big is it? Is it locked? I didn't have any locked boxes. Ooh, what does that say about me? Hmm, I'm an open book. Ooh, mixing my metaphors. Is the box made of wood, marble, cardboard, iron, gold? Where is the box kept? In the basement, where scary hidden things are, or in the attic, where forgotten things are stored. Think it doesn't matter? Then you want to check this video about symbolic rooms in architecture. Who opens the box? How naive or knowledgeable is the person who opens it? Who locks the box? Brooms! They are symbolic of spiritual cleansing. 
ridding the home of evil. Protection against curses. Also, witch transportation. Things to consider. Who is doing the sweeping? What problem is being swept away? And is the sweeping making them clean? Or are they just sweeping something under the rug? Is the broom made of some special wood? You know, there's lots of different kinds of woods that have magical properties. Fans. Fans symbolize femininity, social class. They also dispel evil spirits. Some things to consider. Who is holding the fan? What is the fan made of? Is it a hand-painted fan from some Asian dynasty? Or is it a cheap fan? like this, used by commoners. How is it used? Is it used to cool, to hide, to flirt? I have to work on my fan skills. Or to conceal, you can't see me. And of course, who are they hiding from, concealed from, or flirting to? Hearth, yeah. I couldn't drag the hearth up here. It's not really a hearth, it's just a fireplace. The hearth is symbolic of home, family, emotional warmth, females, and maternal nurturing. Things to consider. Is the fire smoldering, blazing, or is the fire out? Who is tending the fire? Who is the beneficiary of the warmth? What is burning? Hmm, a romantic letter, an incriminating diary, body, evidence, a book. Oh no, double symbolism. How big is the fireplace? Is it medieval sized or is it track home sized? Where is the hearth? Is it in the kitchen, the library, the bedroom? Once again, see symbolic architecture for understanding the beautiful symbolism in rooms. Is the hearth ornate or simple? Luxurious, pretentious, or utilitarian? I write historical fiction, and I love using fireplaces and hearths symbolically in my novels. I can match the flames and the heat to my character's emotions, intentions, and personality. Keys! Oh, I knew I forgot something. Keys are the access to wisdom and access to freedom, to success, to secrets. Two crossed keys are a Christian symbol of the gates of heaven. A few things to consider. You've heard this before. Is that what material is the key made out of? Iron, gold, plastic? Who is using the key? Why is the door locked? And who locked it? Does the key work in the door? Does it just glide in easily? Or is it rusted and stiff and they can't open it? Who and why does someone steal a key? And does a character pick the lock to get inside? And is that a good thing or a bad thing? Keys are super fun. Knives. Eek! Knives are symbolic of death, sacrifice, and cutting away of emotions, ideals, and prejudices. When I put this knife down. Some things to consider about knives. Who is wielding the blade? There was a great scene in Zorro. I know it's an old movie and it wasn't a knife, but it was still a blade. So the effect was the same. 
and the gorgeous virgin was trying to defend herself against Zorro, who was pretty smoking hot. So although she was skilled with the blade, he succeeded in slicing off enough of her clothing and so that it dropped to the ground, leaving her in her skivvies. We knew the minute he sliced off the first strap that she was going to fall for him. He had succeeded in slicing away her primness to reveal the lusty woman inside. Other questions to ask. What is being cut? Who is being cut? Is the blade dull or sharp? Long or short? There was a great scene in Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, I know, another ancient old movie. <laughs> where someone tries to mug Crocodile Dundee and pulls out this knife. And he looks at him and he laughs. He says, that's not a knife. This is a knife. And he pulls out some giant old blade. And the would-be mugger rah, ran away. I gave you two comedic examples. But you know knives um, have a much more fearsome power as well. I love using knives in my historical fiction. You know, the hilt, the sheen of the blade, all of these things can be used to foreshadow, to provide characterization, and it also makes for some bloody good action. That was eight household items. I've got another eight coming at you in the very next video. Don't blame me when you go into Home Goods and you are hit with a symbolic overload. <laughs> Look for my next video on eight more symbolic items. Thank you so much for watching. And if you haven't, please subscribe and click notify. Thank you, authors. And remember to dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.